welcome to this week in Eastern Africa for week 27, the second week of July. Now, the government of Burundi, they've said that they're ready to sign a credit letter with Dangote Cement. And this is for the establishment of a cement plant in Burundi. So Burundi has cement shortage. However, they also have significant limestone reserves in the north. Now, the Ethiopian Minister of Finance, Ahmed Sheed, went to Djibouti this week and he met the Prime Minister and the President of Djibouti. They had a very long history of investing in each other and so they continued to discuss bilateral relations between the two nations. Now Israel said they're going to close their embassy in Eritrea and open an embassy in Mozambique instead. So apparently Eritrea never sent an ambassador to Israel and the embassy stayed empty. So this has led Israel to make this decision. So Ethiopia's annual inflation rate actually dropped for the first time in four months. It went from 37.2% to 34%. And this involved lower food price growth, amongst other things. Now Bolt have opened a new African head office in Nairobi. Is going to be a regional hub for seven African countries, including Nigeria and South Africa. They actually raised $709 million in January and they currently employ over 400,000 riders. They've said Kenya has been a good location to them and they hope to grow more in that region. So elephants have been on the run. 250 elephants have been driven across the country. Poaching has actually decreased and the population of elephants is growing. So some of them stray into human communities and they need to be removed for safety reasons. Mauritius have said they now have an objective of reaching economic growth between 6 and 7%. They also plan to welcome 1 million tourists into the country. I know they'll be seeing me there soon. Now, I'm sure most of you have heard uh, about the immigration policy between Rwanda and the UK. And so what's happening at the moment is there's supposed to be a court decision in the UK and this has actually been delayed until September. However, the Home Office has still said that they may not stop any removal flights in the meantime. And they've also said that they're determined to deliver the policy and they're actually also ready to defend what they're doing in the courts. So in Seychelles, their state-owned Islands Development Company has said that it's going ahead with its agriculture program on the outer island of Kotivi, despite some issues that they've had with prospective farmers. So they had actually announced plans for large-scale farming on Kotivi. They announced this in 2020, but then since then there's been a number of hurdles and this has resulted in the project actually be putting on hold for a while. And in this area, they will use it for prawns, vegetables, poultry, and other things as well. So there was a joint press conference between the president of Turkey and the president of Somalia. And what he said was that Turkey have actually provided more than $1 billion worth of humanitarian aid to Somalia in the last 10 years. They've also said that Turkey's largest embassy in the entire world is inside Somalia and that Erdogan, the president of Turkey, he said his country is very proud of it. So in Sudan, they're going to host a new grid-connected solar plant. 
So the nation just has one milliwatt of grid solar at the end of 2021. And according to the International Renewable Energy Agency, that figure could be set to leap thanks to a project under development in Juba. And this is project is being done by a Ugandan company called Aptec Africa. So Tanzania are one of the few African countries that are being green. So three years ago, they put a blanket ban on plastic bags. And actually it's looked like this has created a new opportunity for local traders in eco-friendly paper bags. So Tanzania are definitely on the right track and they plan to have zero plastic waste by 2030. So this week, the Ugandan government presented in parliament a bill that will give those guilty of selling human organs or those involved in the organ removal surgery a life sentence. And they are really trying to clamp down on the illicit trade. And I mean, it's obvious, these people really need to be held accountable. So that's good of Uganda. So Zambia, we know they've been in economic trouble recently, so they've actually cancelled $2 billion worth of projects by commercial loans, and this is to help out with the country's debt. I mean, it's not really a good sign at all. You know, they've been really crippled by Chinese debt, and they've actually even defaulted in 2020. So in Zimbabwe, Zulu Lithium Mines have agreed to ship its lithium-containing mineral, it's called spodamine, to its facilities in China. So there was like competition, there was many bidders and China actually beat their European and Australian competition. And Chinese electric vehicle battery manufacturers, they've been rushing to Africa, especially for the lithium mines, because lithium is a key component in battery manufacturing. So this Chinese company that won the bid, they're going to invest $35 million in the construction of a pilot plant Thanks for listening to this week's roundup, guys. Don't forget to subscribe down below and comment with any other news happening in your country. See you next week.